0: This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema. And with me today, once more, complaining about his microphone. He is going to get a new microphone soon. He is getting some money from this show. It's not a whole lot of money, but he's got enough to afford. You can afford like a sure microphone with how much I pay you each month, wouldn't you say?
1: Well, I've been saving so I can get something decent. (laughs) You know, so I've been saving a couple of months uh, so that I could get like a $70 microphone. That could last me longer than whatever this thing is.
0: Well, we've been doing this now for almost 200 episodes, and I'm still using a Blue Yeti like it's 2013. So, you you know, yeah. your microphone is not the best. My microphone is not the best. We do have to upgrade here,
1: but that's okay. We need more, we need more Patreon subscribers. That's we Patreon. do. Patreon. That's <laughs> good. when
0: well, we're both giving the link at the same time. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com slash low if you want to sign up. Here, here's the deal. The episodes that are currently... If you're listening to this on iTunes, if you're listening to this on Spotify or whatever your podcast app of choice is, there's a whole bunch of brand new episodes that you have never listened to by the time you're hearing this. We've covered so many films from 2022 and then older films, classic films, that take so long to come out in this feed because we're queuing it up. We want to incentivize you guys signing up for patreon.com slash lower in the $5 tier. It doesn't just get you the video. It gets you a swath of episodes that run the gamut on genre and year. We've got plenty of those coming out. We're going to be hitting 200 very soon. This is episode 188, the time we're recording this. What do you want to do for 200? I feel like it's it's a big one. For for that number 100, which had a couple of variations of a, a couple of take twos, uh, we wound up doing Zack Snyder's Justice League, which was a big, epic film, epic four-hour film. Fit it perfect. Should we do, like, Gone with the Wind or something for 200 Could you endure Gone with the Wind? No. No. Why not? It's a classic, Hans. It was the number one box office winner of all time up
1: until Titanic. Yeah, what else was popular when that came out? Slavery? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chinese people in injury camps? No, wait, Koreans? Whatever. You know. Sure. No. Uh how about uh the no what did, what's the what's the Spielberg the musical Saint that came out this year?
0: Starring Val Kilmer, The Saint from 1996? No. Damn, that would be that would be a great one for 200. I can't think of a better film than The Saint starring Val Kilmer.
1: What's the musical that Spielberg directed now that a lot of people are saying is amazing? Oh, you want to go back still... to West Side Story, the OG. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Because okay. yeah, I definitely want to sit through that shit again. We'll with, we'll do uh, West Side Story and we will bring on Steven Spielberg
0: as the uh, guest.
1: Ansel Elgort. Uh recently on canceled, I guess. Ansel he had too Elgort. many projects.
0: There were too many projects that were already in the can. Just like Ezra Miller when he chokeslammed that girl and yep. it got brushed under the rug. There's a couple of Disney people like that as well. When there are multiple films, that they have this person contracted to and mostly shot. You will not see that cancellation stick. You saw it stick with Army Hammer because he had one, And Fox went under right after they made that movie. And it got sold to... It's, gonna, it's probably going to wind up on Hulu very soon. Much like this film, which was originally a Fox film. And I think it did have a, a 20th century... I hate that logo, by the way. The 20th century film's logo. They just removed the Fox from it. Awful. And, it, you know, all these companies are upgrading or really downgrading their logos by making it CG. MGM, if you ever see an MGM film now, it used to be that real lion from 1940, yeah. where they just brought it into the studio one day, and he was already pissed off. They had to track him probably for most of it, but it was a real lion. Now, it's some soft-looking CG
1: lion. It's really horrible. Which, uh... Which fuck logo are you talking about? Because I, I don't really pay attention to that.
0: So, 20th Century right. Studios, the very first
1: one. Oh, is that what that looks like now? That mm-hmm. sucks. Oh, yeah, it looks like shit. I mean, I'm sure the original one... Okay, maybe not C- CGI, but this looks terrible. It, it, it looks it, like it always bootleg. Is, you know? Yeah,
0: it does. It really does. That's that. That's a good way to put it. It looks bootleg. It looks like if you went over to Asia... And saw some like U.S. brands for sale at a flea market. That would be the equivalent of this new 20th Century logo, 20th Century Studios. Oh, cool!
1: Now, uh, how do you feel about Jacob's? No, sorry, Adrian's line's career. I love it. I you, I'm a big fan of Adrian Line, which is why I wanted okay. to cover
0: this movie on the okay. show. I had high expectations for it, and we'll get into that. But we already covered. Actually, no, we never covered the original Jacob's Ladder for this show. I believe we covered, or no, uh, when Jerry had his short-lived ratings podcast, which only yeah. went for about 15 episodes. This was back in 2019, when we had a little mini-network. The Holy shit, that was
1: three years ago already? Yeah. That we did the Black Jacob's Ladder?
0: Uh, I think that was 2019. Goddamn. I know yeah, 2019 so. was a massive year for our our group in retrospect, and 2020 just sucker punched it, <laughs> knocked it out, knockout game. Uh, 2020 brought a Civic TV, and that was about it. Yeah, we had Mass State Lottery, but honestly, Mass State Lottery, what we what we shot for that in 2020 doesn't compare or or remotely pale, and it's great shit. Some of the best stuff we shot in in March 2020. Uh, absolutely, no question about it. But compared to just the volume of what we did, 2021 was a big spike. But 2019 hey. is unrivaled as far as internet content. We had Comfort Systems. We had Blue Addict. We had you coming on as co-host for movies and also movies was pretty, pretty fresh at the time. I only started that September 11, 2018. Uh, Jerry had his podcast going and Jake had his podcast going. So we had a constant stream of content that was coming out that is not the case anymore it's just you and i <laughs> doing this show
1: yeah i was gonna say that the second the second ago uh my state lottery was definitely better just because you know the first the first what 20 what's that 2019 when when we meet up the first time it 2020? was march 2020 right I mean that was it was fine, but I think we were still trying to figure out how we worked together and how we work with each other. So uh, even though a lot, like most of it, I'm assuming was good, I feel like the the just how natural everything came along with the second go uh, was better. Well, it was Um, all good.
0: It was definitely all good. We didn't have to reshoot any of
1: it. It
0: it doesn't come across as uh, unnatural. Or or anything, even if your I mean, acting is more comfortable. But here here's the significant difference: is when we were shooting in November, uh, you know, especially the scenes where uh, you know you have the Rathke and the Devlin characters. That's a lot more elaborate than what we had shot in March 2020, and I think it plays better and it sells everything else a whole lot better. Without going too into detail or pointing out the flaws, uh, you know, long in advance, uh, which. Uh... We're not going to do it. There's what no love? flaws. No. Not but it, it's a different movie now. It's a different movie than what we shot in
1: March. But
0: you We're know better. what the good
1: thing? The good thing about that is that we never really revealed much of it. So it's only me, you, and Jerry and Jake that know what the first movie was like. Mm-hmm. Or what the initial thing was like. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it works better. With, it absolutely uh, with the works better. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I, there,
0: there's not even the slightest doubt in my mind. And here's the thing. This is kind of uh, – this is what prompted the fundraiser to begin with back in um, – what was it? Maybe May now of, of 2021. And why I'm glad that was successful is when when we shot Mass State Lottery the first time around. Um, and granted, it, it still wasn't completely shot. You know, there, yeah. there's not like – you know, some kind of misconception here that it was all done. It was never all done. It's still technically not all, de- it's going to be all done this week. But when, when it came to that, the first incarnation of Mass State Lottery as it was written was, it was kind of a, it's not a buddy cop film, but it's a bit of a buddy film where you have two people playing off each other. And it was originally uh, the Rathke character who's a private investigator and I play that role. And his partner, William Evans, who's another private investigator, former cop, played by Nicholas Joroff, who's terrific in the movie, sacrificed a lot for the movie, which I won't even. But if you watch his streams, you'll understand. Um, And then when I watched the the work print, when I had everything together, I checked out the work print. It became very clear to me that this was not a story about Rathke and Evans. It was a story about Rathke and the Devlin character and how their trajectories mirror one another. And they're coming at the same issue from opposite sides of the spectrum. I think that's much more interesting. And so I wanted to flesh that out more and build upon that and reframe parts of the movie around it. See, the way that I've handled this film, many, many directors, and this is probably how you should do it. You shouldn't follow my example here, but because I have the luxury of being my own editor, producer, writer, director, and star. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can turn this into a rom-com at any second. And it would sell based
1: off what. Of- um, I mean, you have enough, I think, to turn it into a rom-com, too. <laughs> I know. That, that was probably, like, the least. But they don't know anything about it. The people listening don't know anything
0: about Mass State Lottery. But here's the thing. With, um, with my process with this film, it's more like... So when I was younger, when I was 22 years old, I wrote a novel... And that novel was published, and it's out of print now. It's gone for now. But my oh. process was with that was, all right, well, we're going to do a couple of passes at this. I'm going to write it in full. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to play it back. What, is, what works here? What works here? What doesn't work here? All right, let's swap out this. You know what? I got an idea for this. I'm going to implement this. So I, like, I, I'm acting as the, the singular hand that is guiding everything with this. And my process with this film has been extremely similar. To when I wrote a novel at 22, and also when I wrote novellas at 25, etc. The creative project here uh, is, you know, the the it's it's just, it can be tampered with and altered and adjusted a week before it's released if I if if I'm so inclined, just because of the amount of control I have with this. And some people will tell you that's a good thing. Some people will tell you that's a bad thing. There's certainly pros and cons and, and all sorts of flaws. You know, you can uh, find yourself falling to perfectionism when you're in that role, and that's not something that I'm looking to do here. But uh, when I noticed that there was something that was far more interesting and I think bettered the story in the film, uh, it was no question. We had to take a left turn into that and explore that more and unpack it. And as of right now, I am extremely pleased with what we've got for the film. I think it's going to be uh, very interesting to say the least when it is finished. And I can't wait to be fucking done with this movie. I am so tired of looking at my (laughs) face and your face and doing these characters. Everything. I want it out of the way. I want to move on to the next two and get rolling on that.
1: Speaking on that, um, I have like 20 pages for you to read. I probably shouldn't be saying this on on stream uh hoping that the next project will be a comedy uh instead of uh you know w- w- whatever we can come up with uh i should be done with it um, let's talk about it off stream but yeah you, yeah, but yeah yeah we don't need yeah, to get into but, it but, in the middle of the show but this is good yeah. because you
0: probably don't have much to say about deep water so it's all right no no that <laughs> that was
1: uh. Oof. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you about what you think of Adrian Lyles. L- Adrian Lyne. Because, um, yeah, looking at his uh, filmography, I like Jacob Slatter. And that's that's it. about it. He doesn't have yeah. an
0: extensive filmography. He only has about eight films under his belt. It's, just
1: very, it's very horny. <laughs> it's yes. a very, very horny filmography right from the beginning.
0: Uh, his first movie is Foxes. I haven't seen that. His next one is no. Flashdance.
1: Flashdance, it's a horny, horny dancing movie, right?
0: I have, I actually have never seen Flashdance. Right.
1: I know it's a classic. I haven't seen never. it. Never, I've never seen it either. But it's about that woman that dances with right uh, leg
0: warmers and the chair and a yep.
1: bucket of water that comes down to cool her off. Wet hair. Everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So horny. So we start with horny there, and then we have uh, nine and a half weeks. Which is a very horny movie. Peak H word. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have uh, Fatal Attraction, which is another
0: But it punishes you. It's the first it's the first step in the direction of, yeah, we'll get horny, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna punish you for it.
1: That's but he punishes
0: it punishes
1: you just because you see Glenn Close naked though. <laughs> <laughs> which is not really what you want from Glenn your Close nineteen eighty seven movie. A low
0: tier fuck for sure. And can you imagine going ahead with that, and then it ruins your it ruins your family? the The original ending, The Fatal Attraction. Yeah. I I quite like. Have you seen Fatal Attraction? No, no, no. Fatal Attraction is very good because it is literally just like Michael Douglas is a successful businessman, and he's like, I guess I could fuck Glenn Close. All right, I'll fuck her, and he wines and dines her a little bit,
1: and then Who's she his gets wife? On him. Is he, is he married? Does he yes. have a couple that he cheats on with his dog? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with the, <laughs> with this lady that looks fifty at twenty two. I don't know yes. how old she is, and but his, she looks.
0: His wife in the movie is much cuter. It's not of even course. close. She's younger. She's better looking. They have a daughter who's kind of gender fluid looking. I thought it was a boy the entire movie until hey, the very eighty
1: seven. All yeah.
0: right. Um, um, so it, it, well, the, the, the original ending of Fatal. Here is the thing with Fatal Attraction. It's a great spooky movie especially if you've ever been in a relationship with somebody who's unstable and uh someone tweeted recently they like when i share the bpd girl stories on this show that one yeah. girl with bpd i dated but it really did like put you yeah. right back into the scene like oh fuck michael douglas well,
1: what are you doing that bpd thing i think it's a it's either a wake-up call or you accepting that in your future, you're just gonna get fucked over by a bunch of unstable women. So it's it's like a path that you decide. All right, so I've gone through this experience. Never again, which is what I'm assuming you went through. Correct,
0: correct. I said never again. I'm never dating a white <laughs> <Right>. woman
1: again. <laughs> right, exactly. Or you know, I kind of like this. Maybe I'll you know I'll go find the next person that still has like a Tumblr. And well, that that's Ben Affleck
0: them. in this Deep Water movie, isn't it?
1: yeah
0: well but, all right uh, let me just say the final note on fatal attraction they end it in like a, a fight sequence where they're you know wrestling around the bathroom and then glenn close jumps out of the tub and they just fucking <laughs> shoot her and it's satisfying to see her get a bullet but here's how it originally ended she killed herself and and framed michael douglas for just like oh. any woman fucking would bitch. she yeah. cut her own throat and said it was Michael Doug She didn't say it.
1: but She he didn't say it. <laughs> she she, she, used, she used a knife with his <laughs> fingerprints. Uh, yeah. So after she ends up looking like the woman from The Chine- Shining coming out of the tongue, <laughs> she <laughs> cuts her own throat. All right. Sounds, sounds good. I don't know. Michael Douglas, it, it's in the same category to me as uh, Richard Gere. Yes, where they were supposed to be heartthrobs, but they always looked sixty to me. Yeah, <laughs> so That's I know That's why don't... they're mom's favorite. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. My mom used to have a crush on Richard gear forever. Everybody, so right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, you got Jacob Ladder, which is completely, completely different from the rest. Of different the show. from. It's kind of horny, I guess, but it, it deals more with, uh, you know, drugs and like more mental shit so that one. If you look at his entire filmography, that one feels like kind of like a left, like a like like a. It's completely, an outlier.
0: but he yeah. he does have a Spanish girlfriend who's cheating on him at parties and stuff. So there there you're right. There is that component, but on the whole, it's a much darker. Well, no, they, all of his films are fairly dark, but it it is more I guess horror than yeah. anything else. And it's not even close. Uh, is it Indecent Proposal that follows that, or does he have yeah. one before that? All right, Indecent Proposal. In... That was is... good. I've seen that one. You like, saw the, that Woody... one?
1: You... That, a long time ago, yeah, the 90s, uh Woody Harrelson being cucked, yes.
0: That movie is on par with <laughs> this movie we're talking about tonight, in my opinion, which is that it's okay. a stupid movie, but yeah. it's kind of enjoyable just because Woody Harrelson has a, like, he sets himself up, fucks himself over, and then gets mad about it, you Yeah. Know?
1: Well he's he he had like that um I'm still trying to kind of be a harthra but my hairline is shitty hair. Mm. Uh so he, it's very like comb overy to the middle uh and he's with uh, Demi Moore who's one of the hottest stars in that those days, right? Yeah. And then what is it uh Robert Redford who's the older guy that's right. like I want to fuck your wife. Uh yeah, it it's it's very sim- this movie to me felt more like uh, uh, that should be gone, girl. Mm. Like that's that's a better title for Deep Water to me because I can't imagine. Okay, so you're dating someone that's much younger than you. Like Ben Affleck is in this movie, or at least she looks way younger than him. She is. Uh, and then he's just putting up with everything, uh, just because of that. Uh, there there's a lot of very uncomfortable. Interactions between them when she's like, Oh yeah, well I'm flirting with this guy and then he's just sad Ben Affleck staring at her, just being like, Okay. (laughs) It's just like (laughs) not taking much, it's just like (laughs) fine, I'll I'll stare at you guys from across the room in silence. Uh well, we know a couple like this, right? So this kind of
0: hits home a little bit. Hans and I have a history with Uh, Somebody who used to be in our circle of things, who was with a woman, and it I swear to you, it's exactly like this movie. If you watched this movie and thought, nobody would deal with you're wrong. I mean, I guess nowadays it's not that, that wild to assume that a dude would just put up with his girlfriend hitting on people at every fucking party and bringing her own second, third, or fourth boyfriend along and being like, hey, everyone, this is... Ah, uh, Carlos. This is my new uh, friend
1: here. This is, this he plays Winston. piano. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is this is Wallace. Um, I think the 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 biggest difference here is that Ana de Armas is very good looking, <laughs> sure. and she does not look way older than you. So mm. I guess, I, I guess you could see this uh, relationship between older man uh, trying to keep his younger, good looking wife happy by just letting her flirt with everyone i, I guess and fall in love with them and and say hey could you just make us dinner
0: tonight Ben?
1: hey how about you just bring them over so i can cook for both of you guys yeah it, it's rough um i didn't get the the erotic Part of it because I feel like it was very tame when it mm. came to that, especially when you look at the rest of his filmography. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. That's a that's a that was an observation I was going to make, which is that this film feels much more of this time, which is like we're post sex and movies. We're over mm-hmm. the idea of showing tits or ha- which well, she shows her tits in this movie, so good for her. I didn't yeah. think I thought we were just going to get like a, a classy back shot, you know? Yeah. But she she actually does show her a little breasts, and they're whatever they're kind of they're fine i guess yeah she's Um, she's she's cute (laughs)
1: yeah
0: but uh well hold on a second he does let, let before we fully get into deep water okay um indecent proposal and then what is it after that lolita lolita yeah which i have not seen either that'll be next up oh, we got to do a, lo- a proper lolita show with jerry to get back on the kubrick jerry With
1: Jerry, <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. all right yeah. <laughs> that's the right person to do lolita with i guess and then you got on uh, <laughs> then you got unfaithful which is your favorite right i when do like uh,
0: unfaithful actually that that movie is fun it's richard yeah. Gere being a man being cucked being cucked and cocked. then being a man being a man about yeah. it. Um, and then he yeah. Adrian Line takes a break. What, you don't agree with that? You don't think he handled it right?
1: I I don't believe that he will be able to beat anyone up. <laughs> so I guess that's when I was kind of like... Well, you're misremembering. Right. He didn't beat right, him Michigan. up.
0: He sucker punched... in By sucker punch, I mean he picked up a statue and hit the guy over the head and he happened to die uh, from it. That's it was true, yeah. It heat of the moment accident. It's a better version of this movie, basically.
1: He's got very strong forearms that uh reach her gears like Popeye, uh, to be able to kill him with a statue like that. But it it's a very similar story. I guess the the the, the biggest difference is that um in Unfaithful she's not out it mm, uh she's not out in the open with it because she's not she's not heartless about it. She's it's not some she's normalized not, thing. Right. She's not flirting in front of his her husband but she is fucking everywhere (laughs) so uh it's kind of i I guess that's where they differ both of them because in in this in deep water anna the armas pretty much stays to her house and like where those reunions happen and we do have a scene where she gets fucked in the car uh but we don't know if that's just ben affleck imagining that or if if that actually happened because they do have kind of like a rule of like she can flirt but not fuck them type of thing Ain't unfaithful. It's just Richard Gere doesn't know. So I'm just gonna have sex with this younger French guy in the stairs of my of his apartment building, and then I'm gonna go to a bar with my older woman friends, and then he's gonna fuck me in the toilet. You know. So it's it's <laughs> yeah. it's more uh, it's more out there, I guess, even though it's kept secret. Um, when in deep water, Ben Affleck is aware of everything that's happening. Uh, And she's openly flirting with this much younger than him men, right to his face. Uh, And uh, I thought it was really funny just seeing Ben Affleck trying to be like, yeah, well, I'm I'm an actual man. So I don't know what you have to offer here, but I'm a man. That Felix's dialogue was pretty much that every time he interacted with the younger guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one thing he can hold on to that he could
0: potentially flaunt in his favor (laughs) uh now here's the explanation so patricia highsmith who's a a a novelist wrote a book in the 1950s called deep water and the explanation for this whole dynamic that uh, the ben affleck character and anna de armas have is that it's the 1950s you're not going to divorce your wife in the 1950s she doesn't love him They came to an arrangement where it's like he's the wealthy older guy. And he just kind of – he says to her, listen, you can see whoever you want, but I need to keep this family together because it's the 1950s and we have a daughter. So do whatever you please, but I have to have this family intact. Now, that is not the case with this movie. With this movie, (laughs) he's just a cuck. He's just a cuckold. That's all
1: it really is. It's just like that. It's just like, fuck, I guess this party – Hey, all of my friends are watching her flirt with everyone and they're giving me shit for it, and I'm just gonna sit here and look sad and, right uh, and it's tough to to
0: tell whether or not it's something that like he's almost into, but he's mm-hmm. not or like if it's a game to them, it's yeah. not clearly explained. I think it would have been not that I think there has to be this this element of over explanation with the plot. I think it's fine to keep things vague, but I think it would be better to help understand where they're coming from. Although maybe, maybe the more interesting thing is trying to figure out how they both feel about this. And if it's performative or authentic, and she's just a heartless, cruel bitch and he's pathetic.
1: I just don't think they give you enough though, to make Mm. up your own mind, because every time you are about to get into his weird side with the slugs, with his little basement thing that he has um there's always something that undermines it so uh i don't remember how close to the end this is but when she starts finding the ids of the guys that he's killed and she's like well i guess you know i'm married to this guy so i'm just gonna burn the ids so that he doesn't get caught or whatever So, so a lot of it is it's like um it starts with her being shitty to him as a test or like testing him to see how far he can go. And then one, he once he kills someone that she actually appears to care for. She gets really upset. No one believes her that you have the, the older guy that obviously wants to fuck her.
0: By the way, this older guy character, I guess the (laughs) antagonist of the film. Every time I looked at him, I just always thought of the dude who made the bad Ben movies. I kept yes. thinking, it, what is his name? <laughs> Something
1: back. Uh, Nigel Bach. Nigel. Nigel <laughs> Bach?" So I was
0: just thinking, all right, so Nigel Bach is the bad guy in this movie, but Nigel Bach is trying to solve oh my this God. case.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me pull it up because I think that's very accurate. Uh... Especially
0: when he's like, he's on Ben Affleck's trail and he's like, ha, I got you. It felt like very that. Just this guy was a slightly better actor than Nigel Bach.
1: When that happened in the woods, and he's yes. like, hey, he got you, and I'm, I it guess was, I'm going to have to run away now. It was very <laughs>
0: Nigel Bach talking to the ghosts in his home. The yeah. performance is very one-to-one with that. So it's better if you watch that movie and keep that in your head
1: as you do. Well, so, if you haven't seen any of the Bad Ben movies, I think that should be watched before deep water uh and then you have nigel right there and you have this man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, i did not make that connection at all but now that you say it especially with what happens in the movie where he's in his car and uh the ben affleck characters are on his bike And he can still not get away from him. Yes. He
0: crashes. and His running and everything is very, like, stilted, kind of fat old. Now, this is Tracy Letts. I didn't realize that was Tracy Letts. For those who don't know who Tracy Letts is, Tracy Letts is one of the all-time great playwrights and the screenwriter of Killer Joe and Bug, which William Friedkin uh, directed um, uh, both in the aughts. So – yeah, Tracy Letts, cast is cast as this character. And I just, again, I just kept thinking Nigel Bach the entire time. He's kind of an annoying character. It's just like, yeah. why are you involving yourself, dude? But that's a typical, like, older guy with money who's got everything he could ever want, a, a 25-year-old wife, and he's just not sad. He's still looking for something else. Um. Well, it's <laughs> that uh, he
1: points at the killer. And he's like, hey, you're the killer. And then when the killer comes after, he's like, Oh shit, I guess I'm gonna have to run now. Like it's just very a very dumb character. His uh, movie because- isn't
0: even to call the police and say, I've no. seen Ben Affleck disposing of a body in the woods. He goes he calls his wife and goes, Ha ha, I was right. Yeah I got it. And then he <laughs>
1: also crashes. that whole yeah. that whole scene with Ben Affleck going and like there's the body submerged on the little pun thing there, and then uh Nigel is like hey you what are you doing there and then Ben Affleck goes oh n- never mind nothing She's just, <laughs> just picking up picking up my wife's scarf it's just like what the fuck am I watching it felt very uh... weirdly tonally especially because we're supposed to take it seriously but every time this Tracy Letts character was on the screen it's like I don't understand what they're trying to do with him but it's not working at all like he's right. not a threat. He never feels like he's in control of anything. Uh he's he's kind of working with the Anna the Armas character t- together, I guess, but not really. So it's, it's it's a lot of just her telling him something and then he just believing every, uh, 100% because she's hot, I guess. But yeah, I just I I never felt like he was a threat at all and especially uh, because this happened after Ben Affleck killed that guy in the pool. So after we see that he's... Which was a very convenient death, by the way, because everyone just got out of the pool because it started raining. And the two guys that stayed in the pool is Ben Affleck and the guy that's fucking his wife. So what do you think about that? That was very... You know, everything was felt like very convenient. Um, and the, if if you want to say that Tracy Letts' character is the villain, then I, I, well, I guess... Well, who is the villain?
0: It's, is it, I guess it's a Ben Affleck, by, but he's... He, every, every character is a shade of gray in this movie, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I, Well, actually, no, Anna de Armas is kind of just irredeemable, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah, she, she doesn't sucks. really have... It's aside terrible. from being an attractive woman, there's no upside to having a relationship with this this girl. Unless he's, again, into it, which he might be, but then what? He's scornful about it and kills it. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> look, human nature is very complex and doesn't always... Uh, take a rational turn so fine if you want me to believe that i can i can go along for that that he's just like yeah this is hot but now i'm angry now that i've come yeah. i gotta kill this guy <laughs> maybe let's do that movie then Let, let's fully <laughs> lean into that
1: like but you, oh, need, but, you, but, but you need him to come though yeah you In gotta the, have him turning off first yeah but uh, otherwise it's just him staring at his wife weirdly flirting with a guy that looks even younger than her every mm-hmm. time. Uh, I think one of the guys from American Horror Story was in this. I think he's one of the one of the guys,
0: the gayest looking guy, the yeah, guy yeah, with yeah. shiny lips who yes, looks like in yeah. Ryan Murphy style. NPC. just yeah. his rotation of uh, mm-hmm. athletic thirty year old white males with dark hair and a nice smile.
1: Yeah, athletic, shiny, gelled uh, hair back guy uh, yeah. looks like a realtor. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah, pretty much uh i i i don't know i feel i feel like if you look at um what's the i forgot the director's name already again uh adrian Lang. yeah his filmography this one feels like a hulu movie so it makes sense you know it, it mm-hmm. doesn't really go as far as uh as uh in this proposal you know where there's stakes where the where the um, main uh, man, I guess, uh, is conflicted into what is. It? I think they offer him a million dollars. Yes, right? the, the whole
0: concept of indecent proposal is Robert Redford notices this couple and gets off on stealing women from their boyfriends or husbands, and says, Ooh. "I'll give you a million dollars if I can sleep with her." And they think it over, and he goes with it, and then he, it, it, that it, his character's behavior. Matt would have been better suited for this Ben Affleck character, where then he regrets the decision. She's not really into Robert Redford, but there's aspects of him that she's intrigued by. And he is incessant about not force, but like imposing himself onto her life afterward. Yeah. And she goes along with it a little bit, especially after Woody Harrelson is like, I'm I'm sickened by you. You're a whore. You're a whore even though I yeah. made you take the million dollars so I have this money. You're a whore, and I'm done with you. So she tries it out with him for a while, with Robert Redford. She doesn't jive with it, and then she hops out, and that's, that's about it. Also, Seymour Cassell is in that movie from Killing of a Chinese Bookie, a number of uh, Cassavetti's films, as the limousine driver of Robert Redford. Very good
1: character actor there. Um, but that movie the is... So Ford? That's his character's name in that movie, Mr. Ford. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, that movie I, I I compare to this one in that it's of a similar intelligence, mm-hmm. uh, which is not s- strong intelligence, no. not not great intelligence. It takes a very yeah. you can be a, a very like simple full well, fed person and watch it and get the entire picture very well.
1: I just searched as through how much a million dollars in nineteen ninety three will be in twenty twenty two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says that it's equivalent in purchasing power to about one billion nine hundred sixty-three thousand four hundred thirty-two dollars. Um, would you sell your wife for a night <laughs> for that amount of money? Uh,
0: I can firmly say, uh, I no, I would not.
1: How yeah, about you? No, 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 not at all, never, no. <laughs> I'd, I'd fuck the guy i would <laughs> <serious? laughs> be like you know what what about me let's just let's just do me fuck it Whatever. can i wear my wife's clothing
0: <laughs> and we'll just get down to business? what if i just put, put a be- picture of my wife on the back of my head and
1: you fuck me in the ass <laughs> there's anyway, gonna be a lot that. of skin It's gonna be a lot of skin showing in the dress that does not show when she's wearing it but listen I'll I'll grow my hair out. Uh, Yeah, because, I mean, a million dollars now doesn't really sound that much, even though, you know, obviously it's like a huge amount.
0: Sure.
1: But in 1993, like, I think that changes a lot uh, as to why the Woody Harrelson character would accept, especially if it's it's that much. Well, there's Uh,
0: also more mystique about, ooh, a millionaire. If you're a millionaire, your life is set for it. But now, I think the general – like, the average person has a much better understanding – of money now because of the mm. internet and how i mean it, like almost everybody is kind of like their own small business these days. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be hired by a company necessarily to take care of yourself and and get your finances in order and create a life. Uh you know, so you, you there's a general better understanding of how money works and the idea of being a millionaire. And granted there you know obviously inflation comes into to play here, but the idea of being a millionaire, the, the mystique around that is gone i feel like yeah. now nobody's you know shaking their head at a, a million dollars two million dollars but realistically yeah. it's like yeah. that'll be gone in 10 years unless you invest it very well that'll be gone in 10 years
1: yeah yeah so i i guess uh i i, I couldn't see that movie being done now unless what you offer what bitcoin let me fuck your wife for two Bitcoin, and then bitcoin uh, crashes and then you have fucking yeah. nothing you have two hundred dollars yeah yeah, because i mean if if you try to compare deep water to that and and it's weird to say this because it's twenty twenty two so you would expect things to be runchier to be more extreme, to be a little bit less tame than in two thousand not sorry ninety three which is when Indecent proposal came out because he did take a twenty year break between unfaithful and deep water. But I think the biggest problem that this movie has is that um, it's just not – It doesn't, doesn't go, go far. doesn't go too far. Of, right. Yeah. It's very surface. It's very like uh, – uh, the, the, the drama is not really that interesting. You kind of know what's happening right away. You have the Ben Affleck character that, yeah, it's killing them. But for whatever reason, he's still turned on by her flirting with them kind of. But not really. And we don't know if he's trying to accept that or like convince himself that he likes that. But at no point we see him look like the um, dominant male character in the movie at all. So it's, uh, yeah. If you
0: you make dinner for your wife's boyfriend, I'm sorry, (laughs) there's no circumstance where you can be considered the dominant male, even if you're Ben Affleck.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you have a... A pale guy with long blonde hair, and he's just flirting with your wife in front of you. And you're just like, "Hey, you know what? Um, I fucked her. That's that, that's that's your comeback. That's not that's not a great comeback, you know." Do you when buy you him? Bring him over.
0: Do you buy yeah. him as as this serial killer? Because I don't really. No, I don't. No. I don't. There there seems to be. I can understand Richard Gere and Unfaithful doing that in like a heat of the moment thing. That seems like a much more mature adult film than this. Mm -hmm. This seems to be some sort of heightened Gone Girl. It feels like an evolution of Gone Girl. It feels like, all right, well, what happens after Gone Girl? Well, she's got him by the ball, so she probably just fucks everybody. And then he becomes like her, I guess. But he doesn't get the similar thrill. That's how this movie kind of works. Otherwise, you know, it's just a pathetic middle-aged man watching i mean pretty unimpressive guys get to fuck his wife
1: pretty pretty unimpressively too it's not like they're fucking the shit out of her for her to be like you know what i need this you know they don't show anything anything that goes raunchy enough where you're like all right well they're offering something to my wife that i'm not offering them it's just like well she's younger so she goes for people that are younger than me and that's it so the conflict is not really that interesting uh i don't think she ever shows that she cares for their kid either no
0: she's a horrible <laughs> mother in this movie and you know so I, they could have gone down any number of avenues with their relationship dynamic and they choose not to so at a certain yeah. point in the movie i'm like i'm thinking all right does she get off on him killing these guys because it's him ultimately yeah. showing dominance like for but all the shit he takes mm-hmm. but yeah Like, is that the game that they're playing here? And no, it's not, because then she's shouting at the police, he killed him, he killed... So, all right, that's not that then. But, I don't know, you get hints and glimpses that this is a thought-out thing, and they flush that away for, all right, well, maybe Ben Affleck is just, he's not actually killing but he's just trying to intimidate them. That's her perception, right? But he is actually killing these guys.
1: There's also that scene where the little girl that... uh where I think she's going to run away or something. And the little girl throws the suitcase into the pool. And she's like, we're not leaving. And out of the arm is like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like now you care about your fucking child an hour and a half in. Uh, it's also, just, it's she, just... she
0: gets over these guys so quickly. Like the yeah. guy, one guy dies in the same week and she's the next day on to the next fella. She's sobbing, yeah. and then she's got a date the next night. She can't slow down. So she's got all these suitors lined up in a row, and she's apparently talking to the last one months in
1: advance. You know,
0: she's she's just ske- queuing them up,
1: really. And it's a job. This woman needs something to do <laughs> so that she uh, searching for a different strange cock on the internet. Right. Uh, so she can have, you know, like a little roster of younger baristas, a common fucker. Uh while her husband just like stares from a of the window very she upset. has
0: no passions at all and and here no. here's the thing too they do establish that he's the guy who invents like drone tracking for a company the chips
1: for it or something yeah. like that, yeah, but it's kind of just like peppered in there as to like we're gonna we have to give them a uh like a, a a responsibility or like an uh he he did something so here's the thing, but he never. Like, he never uses a drone to spy on her. He never comes into, you know, and it it doesn't matter. It's just sad. And, like, it it doesn't really affect the story at all. I understand if they were, you know, tried to do something with that technology where that's how he finds out that she's cheating or something. But it's just thrown in, like, uh, exposition.
0: And they don't Bruce. live in a, a, an extremely like exuberant lifestyle. They yeah. live in a pretty modest house out in I think it's what Louisiana or or somewhere like that. It's Something some right. southern southern state. I, I, I believe it was Louisiana. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Um, but they don't have this big extravagant lifestyle. They do seem to find time to go to these couples parties every week at somebody else's house.
1: Yeah. We got Lil Rel Little Rel
0: Howard is is in Ben Affleck's group, along with that dude, Dale something, who just pops up. The red-haired guy who pops up as a supporting character in everything. Dash, Dash, Dash. me hoke.
1: Yeah, that guy. The guy from uh, Your Favorite, Ray Donovan, who plays his retarded brother. Right. Yeah.
0: That guy's in there. Showtime actor. Biggest break he could have gotten. So... That's, that's who we're, you know, they sit him down. They're like, listen, this, what, what she's doing right now to you is not okay. Why don't you tell her to stop? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, guys. she's just, I got to let her do her own thing. This is, this is the, the (laughs) trajectory, the end point for every, every guy who voted Democrat in 2016 and 2020. (laughs) I'm sorry to say you're going to wind up like Ben Affleck. That's where this goes.
1: Yeah. 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 Pretty much just, uh, taking it all and just hoping that your wife still still loves you. One of the things that was very confusing to me was um, when he killed that guy at the pool and then she started acting like that had never happened uh, and how he's just guilty. But it, like you said, instead of going to the police or anything, she just screamed that you kill them.
0: Well, the police are there. One, po- one detective shows up to start asking questions rapidly apparently yeah. that's just the thing that happens he's like oh no i burnt my hand i couldn't have done it
1: i tried to right. eat a cookie and i got this third degree oh, burn on yeah. my hand <laughs> that's true yeah yeah no i i was in charge of the cookies in the oven what do you mean i killed someone right. i'm burnt do you yeah, see yeah, my yeah, hand yeah. that
0: looks like freddy krueger's face no nah, i was eating cookies i just couldn't help myself i couldn't yeah. have done it
1: yeah, I was too busy burning my entire <laughs> hand while making cookies, like no one in the history of making cookies has ever done. Uh, yeah, I and then she like went full in, which is when the the Nigel Beck character starts like sus, like with his suspicions, and then he hires
0: the PI who meets up yeah. with
1: Anna Armas later
0: on, and he's like, "What? I'm a f- photographer." It's like wow, this PI's never been questioned about his career before by a suspect. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. come up with something
1: better on the fly. I'm a I'm a teenager in high school wearing a you know I'm a I'm a whatever you want me to be, but not really. Uh, right? It, what does he say? It, He's like,
0: oh, I'm a, I'm a therapist. I'm actually a psychologist. And then Ben Affleck just fucks with him at the at the diner.
1: But that's the that's the thing. Oh yeah, that's true. When they when he meets them and and uh, she's talking to him and that. That, that that's my biggest problem in this movie that I, I didn't really know who I was supposed to root or care for or if I gave a shit about any of it, which I, at the by the end of it, I didn't. Uh, everything that happened felt very convenient for the story to move forward. And at the end of the day, I feel like these this were just a, a bunch of just very uninteresting people that I really felt nothing for. So It was just a a very bland telling of a story that if you were to maybe push far enough, it would have been interesting. But I don't think it pushes far enough. So at the end of the day, it's just halfway there. uh, And I I just couldn't care for anything that was happening at all. Uh, It it was more of a, why are you putting up with this dumb bitch? (laughs) The whole movie is just like, okay, she's pretty. She's the mother of your child. I get that, but then everything that she puts him through, uh, just just I I I, I not know if I was supposed to root for Ben Affleck, or if I was just supposed to be like, yeah, well, you know, he's he's handling it. I guess uh, th- there's there's not like um, very defined roles or defined sides to take. There's no villain like you like you said. If that's our, our villain for the movie, that's kind of shitty. Uh, our Nigel Backer doesn't really do much. He's not well, threatening at all. I don't I don't
0: mind the fact that the characters aren't defined necessarily, but I don't think that there's enough dynamic range to them to make you feel like, okay, I want to root for this person or I'm rooting right. against this person. I mean, the closest thing to that is the Anna de Armas character who is probably the most two-dimensional because she's just a total bitch. She's horrible. Right. Uh, but I mean... By default, like by, she's almost one of the more tolerable characters, though because that Nigel Bach character is just so wormy, yeah. and you also have Ben Affleck, who's pathetic and doesn't really yeah. earn the ending that he gets. In my opinion, the, the 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 decision to make this a a action film in the last fifteen minutes feels very the Batman to me, where it's like, all right, we got ninety minutes of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. of one type of film and I want to see that film conclude but then we get oh well he's been tracked and it's all very convenient, he has the scarf and then the body comes up and nobody is investigating this, nobody cares, nobody's even thinking about the Ben Affleck character in a serious sense, it yeah. seems very easy to get away with murder in this yep. this world there's, that they've established
1: there's no threat of him being caught of him being found out of, as to what he's been doing for a while now, there's no threat of him. Yeah, I guess the only antagonist is that um, his wife might not like him, and that's not enough for wife's a movie, gonna be mad.
0: Know? What does that say? Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. This movie proves right.
1: that. So, yeah.
0: at the end, she what? She comes around to like, oh, I guess he does love me. Maybe I do want to get
1: fucked by this serial killer <laughs> I married. Which which also doesn't fit with anything that we've been shown throughout the movie. Because it's not like Ben Affleck changes. It's not no. like he acts differently than what he, you know, in the last minute than in the first minute. He's the same character. He's just, I, I guess, uh, we confirm that he actually kills. But besides that, he's still the boring bringing nothing to the table character that is not interesting he's not funny doesn't even have much of a personality to bring into this relationship does he even interact with his little child in any way that it feels like a father interacted with the kid Mm. you know like there's there's really nothing much about this character other than he's upset that his young wife is not i guess attracted to him that much so there's there's not enough stakes for you to give a fuck it it feels very lifetime movie feels very very uh uh easy to resolve the conflict that for most of the movie you're trying to convince me is very serious but then when it's about to resolve itself it's like i'll just burn the id so hey it's fine I'm with my husband because we're family, you know? Yeah. And,
0: uh, I think the, the better conclusion of this is she finds out that he's a serial killer. She's not planning to leave or whatever. But then uh, I guess the, mo- the movie the movie should just end with hardcore fucking and have them fuck for real since they were dating at the time. That's what a real artist would have done is, all right, Ben, you're going to penetrate your new girlfriend and I'm going to put the camera real close like Antichrist, genitals. yes like it was an antichrist scene or seeing her
1: balls slamming at her against her yeah right
0: that's how that's sh- because then that's the ultimate victory, even though it's not a victory at all it took you fucking
1: how many years to get cut to <laughs> fuck your wife one more time <laughs> but isn't that how this is sold though isn't that how this movie sold like something like that's gonna happen something risky something Adult will be shown in this movie, but I right, guess. and why
0: cast a real couple? So they they were seeing each other at the time. This is before, yeah. I guess, she realized she didn't want a fifty year old alcoholic for a boyfriend, gambling <laughs> addict, yeah. and who with kids and and a, a famous wife. And he went back to J-Lo, which he seems to be pretty happy with now. Seems to be keeping him off the sauce for the time being. Yeah. You could have done any number of things. You could have them making out like passionately, just get them naked with each other. He doesn't do any of that. And I don't know if that's necessarily his call or his decision there. Because, again, if you do look – I mean, he came out of retirement after 20 years to make this movie – and he brought back the classic mold of all right. We're going to get a real Hollywood couple and put them in the same movie together as a couple in the story. In like in jail, yeah. Right. This is the <laughs> second time Ben Affleck's done that, huh? Oh, third time, Daredevil. He yeah. loves fucking yeah. his co-stars.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got a. She got a. Uh, Jennifer Gardner got, got her own superhero movie out sure. of it. Actually. Yeah. fourth time if you want to consider how j-lo dies
0: at the beginning of jersey girl so there's that as well did he ever fuck live tyler live tyler he was in a couple of movies with
1: i don't know i i can't be sure but yeah when it's when it's sexy ben affleck it's like be careful women you're about to fucking die you would hate uh, but... to be
0: a famous actress's boyfriend or husband if she's working with Ben Affleck, who's just notorious for fucking his co-stars. Gal Gadot's husband—have you ever seen Gal Gadot's husband, the schlubby guy who? No,
1: but of course. Who lucked? Course. Who hit the lottery? It's, it's, as far as that that goes, just, <laughs> a Jew with money, like uh, Christina Hendricks' uh, husband. I don't know—is the guy the snoozeberries guy from Super Troopers? Really? Oh wow! Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah nice. so good it's like
1: yeah good no 100% good for him but uh but yeah that that's why uh because that was a selling point for this movie right they're a real couple so we might get a little runchy we we might get a little but I guess you, you can't really expect that from streaming originals like what's the most extreme streaming original that you can think of where you go all right well this actually dealt with an adult Theme and they went far with it unless you're talking about like a a Gaspar Noé movie and I don't even know if Mm -hmm. he does streaming like exclusive no he doesn't um
0: I guess when Amazon Prime was doing movies in the in the late years of the last decade they got some real directors involved like Nicholas Winding Refn uh, they put out Neon Demon and all all these other films. Although they put them in theaters, they didn't bring them to streaming immediately, which is what they do now. Now you see very boring, forgettable message films starring Paul Bettany as a gay man in the seven. Like, that's the turn that they've taken. And before, they had an interesting streak because they got people with voices involved. But yeah. as far as direct-to-streaming movies, no, you don't see that from – I mean – it doesn't really count with HBO Max because those movies were supposed to go to theaters. But even that you don't you don't get it. So yeah. I, I don't know. I, that that day just seems to be over in mainstream Hollywood for all the, the sex positivity, it's a very restrained culture because nobody wants to throw on the little white pad over their their vagina or their penis right. and go rub that up on someone else and have 50 men in the room because there's going to be a rape allegation that's really what it comes if you got money you got to protect the money
1: well it's it's as simple as just looking at his last two movies right you have deep water of 2022 where sex and uh all that shit is a lot more accepted than in 2002 but unfaithful is a lot more graphic it's a lot it's dealing with a uh a more adult theme that when you do it in deep water, or at least it feels like it's being handled more seriously than this is. Is it more Uh,
0: accepted? Well, here's the thing that I think is more accepted is like, you're almost in mainstream movies here. We've mentioned this before. It's the Duplass brothers and their negative effect on the culture where if you get cucked, it's well, it is kind of your fault, but it's your duty to forgive your wife and fix your marriage. That is the Mark Duplass school of thought. If you get cuckolded, you have to love your wife anyway because that's just how it goes, right? Am I right? Don't you hate it when your wife is sucking someone's dick at a party? (laughs) Damn, I must have screwed up. Now, maybe your wife is just an evil bitch. Did you ever think that your wife is just a selfish glutton for fucking penis? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the real moral is women aren't inherently good. So... Yeah, don't you hate when
1: your wife sucks at a stranger's sake and your your mom's birthday party because she just had a couple <laughs> of cocktails? Hey, don't you hate that? You still love her, though. It's fine. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Uh, don't I, you hate I, I when your
0: <laughs> wife's boyfriend shows up to the delivery room to see his child born?
1: <laughs> that looks more like him than, than you. Right. Uh, I, I guess what I was getting to when it comes to Unfaithful is that uh, – the sex scenes between the older lady and the young guy are more graphic and more out there than what you see in Deep Water. Because everything that happens in Deep Water, it's all inside of their house, or you have that scene in the car where you don't know if it's real or not, and that's it. In Unfaithful, this old bitch is going wild, fucking this guy <laughs> at a bar. You know, uh, oh, she's, even... she's
0: literally like twenty-nine years old. This old yeah. bitch. No, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. You ha- you also have like moments where it's not even necessarily graphic, but just the no. insinuation of the sex. Like when she goes over uh, the young Hispanic man's house and is like, I-, I can't do this is anymore. French? This- I
1: thought he was French. Was he French? I thought he was I, like, I French had, or, I had in my head or something. That he was from no. Cuba or
0: some shit. It's no. all the same thing. Listen, she goes over to his apartment and is like, Listen, I can't do this anymore. She's emotionally, and he's just like, I'm going to tear your tights down and fuck you. And you're going to just, that's just how today is going to go. And she goes yeah. with it and she kind of yeah. regrets it afterward, but she's still like, you know, there's a CNC play going on here. Consensual, non-consensual, you know, right. it's that thing. You don't get any of that. It's just very sterile implied. haha, We were messing around in the pool room. Yeah. Oh, naughty business. So, but like, I, like I was saying before, this is the effect of, those duplass brothers movies where it's just like no nah, this is a normal relationship for your average man in california you just gotta you gotta go to the party where your wife might bring her other guy
1: Yeah, hey, he's gonna cook dinner if not you for your wife and her boyfriend yeah. come on guys this- and i do i do
0: like the the passive aggressive but it's even inappropriate for the ben affleck character play of like oh hey honey uh could you just bring this to mommy's friend just just to go do that. Like he's saying, Fuck you, like think about our family. But she doesn't give a shit
1: because she's just a no. slut. She's a fucking it's, slut. But, but that's why it doesn't work. Right. Because if, if you were trying to shame her and she was ashamed, then okay, it makes sense that he would do this. But then he would do that and then she'd be like, Yeah, so I don't give a fuck. Who cares? Right. <laughs> so so it's like it doesn't it doesn't have that effect at all. It's just a sad husband that's trying to have to get one over his wife, but his wife is younger and better looking and it's easier for a better looking woman to have sex than a 50 year old man. So mm-hmm. uh, deal with it. Uh, and and that's his little movie.
0: his his minor speed bump victory is like, oh, I can go to bed with you tonight. I can we can share the same bed. She's like, oh, I, I don't feel good because my boyfriend was just killed. Um, yeah, because she do she just you killed mind me. if you? Do you mind just snuggling with me for tonight? And he's like, mm, mm, mm,
1: mm. "Well, well, well. Look who's back it's like, on got top. Got you, got you, bitch. Yeah. So you didn't need me. <laughs> yes, we're right. both wearing clothes, fully clothed in bed. Uh, not gonna touch you, but I, I'm winning. Here. You know, we
0: will keep a pillow between us, and I'll be in my <laughs> pajama
1: pants. So,
0: but this is I'll a victory."
1: I'm wearing Mormon underwear, even though I'm not a Mormon. But but listen, this is me winning. Ah, she's fucking got a mouthful of cum that she has to spit out of the sink, and he's like, "This yeah. is me winning." Yeah, it's yeah. It's, you can just it's smell very... some guy's balls on your
0: on your blanket on your bedspread. Some man's ass is just faint in the air.
1: On your pillow he did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just it, it just doesn't have that 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 uh who am I writing for? the, the Nicholas uh, Nicholas, um, Richard Gere movie, he's very pathetic. Uh and you kind of feel bad for how pathetic he is because he's just an older guy that you know you're entire- well, no,
0: hold on a second. I don't agree with that at all that he's pathetic in the movie. That that's just an older couple who don't fuck that much anymore. And he's successful, so he's like, all right, whatever, I trust my wife, I'm going to go to work. It, he doesn't have, like, the defeated nature that this Ben Affleck character mm-hmm. has. So yeah, it comes would. as a blindside, and when that happens, he's like, well, no, I'm going to take fucking action. This is the first time right. I'm going to act immediately. Ben Affleck's like, well, I guess this is, like, the ninth time I can't put up with this much <laughs> longer. i gotta, I got to do something about this. Eesh, my wife has fucked 22 guys now. I don't, I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> my wife has leaked. 20 different types of come into my bed. I think it's time for me to start acting or do something about it. Right. And then and then yeah, I I don't know. Didn't work for me at all. Uh I didn't didn't care for it. And I kind of wonder if Adrian line uh lost his touch in the 20 years uh hiatus that he took for whatever reason, because uh if you look at his filmography, this one feels like the tamest one. Uh hmm. yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know Flashdance or Foxes, like you said. I haven't seen those two. But Nine and a Half Weeks has a lot of very horny graphic scenes Absolutely. On the you know, you have the the stairs, the famous stairs with the water scene, and you have a lot of like very uh iconic uh, I guess, nudity scenes. Fatal Attraction is another, you know, well-known, you know, even though you have a, a dog for a woman, is still like a famous story of like a, a, a husband cheating on his wife with someone that's not as attractive to him just because he's there. Jacob's Ladder is wild. It's like out there. Then you have Indecent Proposal, who's another more interesting story than this one, because you actually have stakes. They're not rich and they're being offered a large sum of money that would solve every single one of their problems so the conflict there is more interesting Lolita I don't know what it is about but I know it's something to do with a younger and older man
0: right Lolita is a guy who's in his early 60s or late 50s who encounters a 13 or 12 year old girl and is smitten or no he moves into a boarding house and he meets her that way cuz they live in the same uh, building, uh, The mother is the landlord. She's a widow. And uh, in order to maintain that they never part ways, uh, he marries her mom and just gradually grows more infatuated with her.
1: All right. So even that, even if it's not graphic, that sounds like a more serious, more adult theme than when right. we get here. And then you got unfaithful for the reasons that we've already spoken about. This one feels so much tamer than that, even though it's twenty years that have gone by and you would expect that in twenty twenty two you could you know do more i guess if you're going to make a, 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 a what are they, what are this called the uh thrill a sex sensual thrillers or like uh erotic thriller, an erotic thriller an erotic erotic thriller. thriller if you're going to do an erotic thriller thriller in twenty twenty two you expect it to go maybe a little further than this does. This feels very PG thirteen even because she. Maybe shows that's it what it. they were
0: aiming for that's when it. they originally. Are there a lot of fucks? Does people do people say fucking? I mean, there there was a fucking Batman. I can't believe they wasted that fuck on the guy who looks like the quartering, where he's like, who the fuck is Batman?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Stupid ass.
0: (laughs) God, what a waste. You should have had Paul Dano or somebody say say fuck when he was in the institution. Or, like, even Zoe Kravitz, she she was just like, fuck these privileged white men. Then that would have been, I would have been along for that a little bit more. But it's just so wasted. In this movie, I can't even, I don't recall. So maybe they were gunning for PG 13 release for theaters which is unfortunate but honestly I, I don't have any expectation for gratuitous sex in films unless you're getting it from overseas unless you're getting a jasper yeah. no or lars von trier or some so a provocateur who has that in his head as something he wants to execute and delve into in a film
1: right yeah i don't think you're gonna get that and especially when it's presented like that because this is how this movie was presented or sold right as like a erotic thriller with a couple so you expect right more and for a lot than... of
0: hype for, for i mean i don't know if there <laughs> actually was all that much hype about this movie because it fell into that weird area uh due to the disney acquisition of of fox so it's yeah. just kind of put on the back burner for 2 years i think it was supposed to come out in 2020 and it just didn't wind up going that way for, for this to be his twenty-year out of retirement film, it's it's kind of a dud. I mean, but... I look. There's a lot about the movie that I enjoyed. In that, all right. Well, this is Adrian Lyne at his not best, which is still better than many other filmmakers. This wasn't like a painful, uh, you know, excursion by any means. But the characters and the story and the stakes—just the stakes at the end—did not feel earned to me. There's problems with it for sure. I'd give it like a three stars just based on entertainment value. But that's about it.
1: Oh, it's the I didn't know the creator of Euphoria is the one that wrote this.
0: Yeah, Sam Levinson wrote or was one of the screenwriters on, on the script of this movie. There's a few,
1: I believe, though. There's two or three. There's two. Zach Helm and Sam Levinson. Zach Helm has done uh, Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> And uh, that's it. Stranger than Fiction.
0: That was the last time they let Dustin Hoffman have a theatrical released film. Mr. McGoriam? Yeah. Where he, <laughs> he was the star. Where he he was the headliner of that. Wasn't Natalie
1: Portman? Yeah, he was second billed in this.
0: In, in his own title character feature,
1: he yep. got second billed.
0: <laughs> Remember Natalie Portman? What is she doing now? Oh, oh Yeah, no, I haven't seen her in pop up in anything recently. She did uh, no, that wasn't that wasn't. No.
1: What? Before that's this his last. <laughs> there fucking... was a-
0: annihilation in 2017, was it or 2018? That was the last one that I could. 2018. Think of. What do you think of the these? Sky... What do you What do you think of these Hulu originals? Have you watched any of the other ones? They seem to be carving out a niche of doing uh, kind of li- what you said before. Is kind of accurate where I don't think this necessarily falls into the, the lifetime bin quite like some other films we've talked about recently just because it does feel like you have production value to this. Even if you're not getting. – oh, one other thing I really <laughs> dislike that I'm going to gripe about and is going to damage the production value praise that I gave to this movie, all the car scenes were so poorly green screened really terrible. It looked like they got a, a 480p video from YouTube of people driving around and just stuck that in the window of the driver's seat and the passenger seat and played that behind them. And I'm noticing this with films more and more and the I there's there's a lot of Batman comparisons to be made here. What I noticed with the Batman and also I noticed with this film is they get lazy with yeah. the settings and they return to the same setting multiple times. So we have the interior of the car framed in the same exact way multiple times. It's very sitcom. It feels like an episode of Seinfeld where they're just trapped in a car for the entire episode, and you have that background on loop. They do. They frame these shots the same exact way each time. And also with Batman, you had him and Commissioner Gordon returning to the warehouse, not the warehouse, the abandoned uh, building, wherever they would have oh, like lineup. sunrise. Yeah. And it was always shot in the same way, and it started to feel repetitive and lazy. And I haven't seen that before in many other features Aside from like films from the nineteen forties where you only have so many sets and camera mm-hmm. angles you're gonna go with. I don't know why everything is acting in such a regressive manner creatively and it's now affecting I mean, good good talents, good good creative minds. I I, I don't get it. It's so convenient and sloppy.
1: But but it feels so dumb too, because a lot of the times they're just green screening what could just be a location. Yeah. So it just feels completely unnecessary as to, uh, yeah, we built this door for a house and then everything is green screen. So we'll just get a house so that it looks like a fucking house instead of just having to frame it the same way every time so that it looks the same, you know? Right. I've seen
0: a lot of people griping about this as far as like the, the new Spider-Man movie goes because they went to go see it in theaters and people were sucking that movie's dick left and right. Oh, it's Tobey Maguire. It's Andrew Garfield. And then I it goes in... And-
1: Listen, I finally watched that because I wanted to. I caught up with the last two Spider-Man. Yeah. I've been in a in a very like I hate everything that has to do with superheroes, but I kind of want to know or want to be in the know just so that I can have an uh, educated opinion. And after what you told me uh, that uh, what is it, Far From Home or whatever that movie's called? No way home. No way home. It's bad. That I lo- I love the Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I think he's the best Spider-Man this just felt like so like they were just like yeah let's just fucking throw everything together because people recognize this thing and then and that's it and then there's there's really nothing going on with that movie because everything that happens at the end of it becomes whatever nothing it doesn't change anything the movie previous to that when you have the mysterio character who gives a fuck it's all drones oh no there's drones are creating these images like I don't understand, and, and I, maybe I'm just old now. Now, because the praise that superhero shit keeps getting, I I can't, I don't, I you know nothing from it. I can't even connect with, and I'm still a fucking dork, you know. And that's the that's the thing that I'm I'm kind of confused by because, okay, so they're not made for this type of dork anymore, but they just feel like very average whatever movies. That they just put in things that you might recognize, and that convinces you that it's good. Mm-hmm. But but when I was watching that movie, I, I wanted the Toby Maguire character to do something interesting, something. And it's just him just being like, "Hey, I'm a Spider-Man. Isn't that crazy?" And hey, he, he he,
0: you get the vibe, and just from his face, that he knows he's above whatever they're doing there. He was like, "Yeah, yeah I you, was actually hopping around in the suit, you know." Yeah. And they don't even do that anymore. Willem Dafoe is the only guy who did any of his own stunts on that movie. It, it, it sucks. It's not real filmmaking anymore. And you've seen people griping about it on Twitter because of um, certain screenshots where it's like so flat.
1: Yeah, like they the don't shit. care yeah. about
0: layering it or trying to like dress it up at all. It's literally just, all right, let's pop this into Adobe premiere. Okay. Background's gone. Great. That's about it. Uh, let's put that in the movie. When you literally just had to stand people in a park. Now, these people who are also complaining about it on Twitter only, I'll say this, on Facebook, they don't see anything wrong with that. So those people are very happy with Spider-Man No Way Home. They love that movie. They think, yeah, you know, all the stills from that belong on the One Perfect Shot Twitter. Slash, did you see that HBO's got a new One Perfect Shot show with Ava DuVernay?
1: Perfect. Oh, no. Perfect candidate Her? to host the show. Really? Yes. Someone who's never shot one perfect shot is the host of this series. That's great. There's, the girl it's from...
0: all just a, like a, an attempt to continually gaslight themselves that she's a good director. And I an didn't know. Did she
1: do Selma? She did Selma, and critics
0: loved that. They nominated it for best picture. Everything movie. after just horrible, just unimpressive shit. Now <clears throat> they uh, the, the Spider-Man No Way Home. People love to take the two two very stupid, in my opinion and not all that faithful to filmmaking like two like big brain uh rationales for why this movie shouldn't look this way. The first is, oh, they don't like hiring union people. They don't like hiring people to go show up to a park cuz that's going to cost more money. When yeah, it might cost more money, but it's pretty close. It's it's neck and neck with hiring Uh, you know a group of indians to take out that background and put in something else (laughs) it takes more work yeah than just showing up to the back lot green screen sure i'll give you that but i mean i i think that's a dumb stupid like soft leftist argument that's all that really is it's just coming back to they care more about the union than the film and fuck the unions because the unions cause a lot of problems yeah good good for getting people on unemployment while they're not working sure but fuck the unions as well i'm not in any union Right. Second, yeah, they're just—they've just been a pain for someone like me who tries to make a fucking movie outside of all that. And I've gotten yeah. people to break their union memberships, luckily, but now they're they're at risk because of, of of they're doing that. I don't like that either. So the second thing is, oh, the real issue with this, Tony Ravioli, the Indian guy who plays Flash Thompson, when he's in New York City, the the light lighting continuity doesn't work here this is no the the real problem isn't that it looks bad it looks bad because of the lack of lighting continuity where's this light coming from shouldn't there be a red light here since this stoplight is there hey shouldn't there be a yellow light coming shut the fuck up nerd no one's thinking about that shit i just want to fucking give that guy a noogie who says that the lighting continuity doesn't work when it's on his mouth I don't fucking care. Look, I make movies. I don't think about that. You know how many movies I've seen? I thought about lighting continuity. Get fucking real. No one's thinking about that when they sit down in the theater. Shut up. Maybe it just sucks because it sucks. Maybe it's just fucking ugly because it's ugly. How about that?
1: How about uh, Marvel has not hired a good screenwriter for 20 years? How about we worry about that?
0: Maybe it's not a good idea to have the producer of all the movies making every single creative decision... Yeah. So that it's just all the same package film. We talk about Marvel too much on here. Marvel is actually yes. starting to wane. People who like Marvel, and the Marvel movies anyway, are I starting so. to drop off. Now that they've gotten those shows out of the way for Loki and whatever, the fatigue is setting in. And it, it's going to be a good thing, hopefully. Hopefully I they hope don't so. apply the Marvel formula to other things in different ways. It seems like DC is finally giving up on that, which is unfortunately... And this isn't just so I can get a, another Twitter clip from that one guy who loves this show, which, by the way, we love that you're, you're clipping the show and putting it up on Twitter. Yeah. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. But uh, when they tried to do, like, the Zack Snyder version of the DCEU, which came out very messy because of the internal conflict because they didn't really like what he was doing, uh, it doesn't seem like now that he's out of the picture that they have any interest in actually – Upholding that and trying to stick with that, but I've seen a lot of people talking about like the Discovery merger because Discovery recently bought Warner Brothers, um, so the Discovery Channel is going to be merged in with that. Cool. Kind of crazy to fathom that Discovery would
1: have more money than Warner yeah. Brothers. Yeah, that's weird. But that's I the guess case. That, that shows you the how, but what the industry is like now, where Discovery can what what does Discovery have?
0: Ah, uh, they used to have Chip and Joanna Gaines fixer-upper they have shows like this beer griles and beer Grill Screens. nice hctv
1: uh, type of shows
0: naked and afraid i think
1: that's oh, okay no, that's a hit that's a great show i actually enjoy that one so i but can't it, shoot it, on it's them. wild to imagine <laughs> that these
0: unscripted programs yeah. somehow got the more it, you would have to have some more advertiser money than anything that warner brothers is doing we're talking about <laughs>
1: So Discovery owns Bugs Bunny now? Is that what you're saying? Wow, that's fucking weird. I don't think they're
0: going to – see, here's the thing, though. Unlike Disney, I don't think they're going to, like, the Warner Brothers name is dead. Just call it Brothers Studios. You know? (laughs) They're not going to do that. I think they understand that the WB name has power to it. I think a better way to look at it is probably how – comcast i think acquired or at&t acquired warner brothers for a certain time so you would just see the warner brothers logo and then an at&t communications company that kind
1: doesn't of thing. everything doesn't everything just suck yeah how did how did everything just got worse from when we were kids you know where you have like canon movies if you wanted to see like shitty b uh, you know, sci-fi movies. And then you have this other label for these others. stuff. Now everything is just under the same umbrella handled by people th- that don't know why those points of the umbrella were successful. So they try to paint everything with the same brush and it just doesn't work because that's not why people like them to begin with. So now we get five, four major companies that are just in charge of all the content that's out which is, I guess, why everything just feels very whatever, you know?
0: It's not as big of a priority as making money. Or, you know, you don't. You, they do bring in people who claim to be fans of, of these things, and they handle it well for maybe one or two, and then it falls apart. But what I was getting at before, which I didn't really get to, and we'll see how this Discovery thing plays out, because I'm not over the moon. I mean, I actually... For such poor leadership that Warner Brothers had during the 2016 to 2022 period, I do think that they produced a number of very good movies, you know, and even the things where they hated the people who were putting it out and tried to fuck with it, it still brought us Zack Snyder's... Like, it's a complicated situation where you have the president of Warner Brothers who's not a fan of Zack Snyder, didn't like what he was doing, but all this stuff was still allowed to happen under his reign, whether it was, you know, against... His personal wishes or not, it's an interesting uh, dilemma to be in. It could be much worse. We'll we'll find out how this goes. I'm curious to see how Discovery impacts the Warner Brothers slate going forward. But there seems to be an impression online that that will mean the Zack Snyder universe continuing and Ben Affleck is suddenly interested again in playing Batman, even though he just said in an interview, Matt Damon sat me down and was like, you're going to drink yourself to death if you put that suit on one more time. And I just had to quit. You're right. I had to stop playing Batman.
1: Can we talk about why actors take these superhero roles so seriously? Is it because all actors are just stupid and suck? (laughs) Because I don't understand why this millionaire very successful actors that have done a lot of movies before getting to like a hole whenever they start you know putting tights and and getting into these characters that are not really i mean i I don't know it just everything just feels very goofy to me for ben affleck for fucking boston ben affleck to say you know what i don't i can't wear the coal anymore because if i wear the the cowl 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 however you pronounce it uh if i wear the cowl again you know i might just go back to being an alcoholic and die and it's like what just fucking play what are you doing it's just just, you're not bruce wayne like you don't have to go through all the conflict i I, I don't i don't think i don't think it
0: it comes down to like i'm getting in character it's just it's you know, uh, bringing out my demons. No, I think it's just like, oh, this suit is fucking sweaty and hot. I hate it's the Here's the thing. It's the Paul Dano thing where they, they ran with the Paul Dano headline, which was like, yeah, there were some nights I just couldn't sleep because I was so worried about, you know, my my brain, you know? Right. <laughs> but then you, like, read the article, and it's like, well, he had... He was in the... He was, didn't have a stunt double, I guess. He was actually right. putting duct tape around his head. So it was cutting off his circulation, his oxygen, so he couldn't fucking breathe. But they were like... Ha <laughs> ha! Jared Leto over here thinks he's going right. nuts. He's getting twisted. He's gonna dive an ambient overdose because he's playing the Riddler. But well, it's actually yeah. like, no, it's just a sweaty costume. It's fucking
1: miserable. It's hot in Burbank. But Jared Leto was giving people dat rats. He ruined it for everybody. everybody. Just like, yes. what are you doing? He
0: mailed a, a used <laughs> condom to
1: Will Smith's trailer. <laughs> it's like yeah he fucked jada pinkett too <laughs> it's yeah. just like another <laughs> we're gonna have another special uh yeah i don't understand that and i guess i mean i'm not an actor i don't i i when we were shooting mass lottery i'm not gonna spoil who my characters but i didn't you know the weren't dark characters. days where you had <laughs> to like
0: no. sit yourself down and and just Wasn't think like, through listen. the
1: actions your characters committed Listen, Lores, I'm going to need you to not talk to me for the whole day because I need to get it. Yeah, I'm going to go take a shit right now because I just had coffee. But please don't address me as Hans because I am this character now. No, and, uh, a lot of people don't
0: know this. Before Hans started shooting Mass Day you know, you isolated yourself for 90 days. You went to a bunch of gay bars. Uh, yeah. When he was on the set, he was just like, no, no, no. You got to call me Devlin or else it's going to yeah. break the... Th- this this idea I have in my head of what this character is in this world I'm inhibiting.
1: Yeah, I had to wear very uh, glasses that had a lot of uh, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it when the, when a glass has like f- to fix your your eyes? What is that called? Uh, 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 the uh, um, surgery. No, no, no. You know when glasses have like a a different number that depending on how blind you are, the number gets lower or higher or whatever. Uh, because my character was wearing glasses, I had to wear those very strong glasses that I couldn't see out of. Right. But because I wanted to get into character, I was just like, you know what, guys, just guide me and hold my hand while I cross the street. You know, like <laughs> shit like that. Where I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, right. No, oh, yeah, that I, is a
0: nice like... thought. Is Jerry
1: grabbing one hand, <laughs> me grabbing another, <laughs> and walking? <laughs> <the other. laughs> yeah, I'm driving in the middle of Boston with glasses that I can't see, like one foot up. up no, that, of my that face. probably would have helped your driving if anything. <laughs> It's a yeah, good thing right, we right, didn't right. have you drive this time around. <laughs> yeah, but but I've never understood that. Like I, I get it when uh, uh, people like uh, what's his name, Michael Clark Duncan. No, what's the what's the white character? Whoa, guy, where are you going with that actor. one? <laughs> <laughs> with a uh, blood guy who three names actor. I Daniel Day-Lewis. Right yes, Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, <laughs> when he when he gets into the character and he becomes that, that to me is just annoying as fuck. Like I can't imagine dealing with a headcase like that on set. We're just like, oh well, I guess the butcher is coming on set, and I can't direct him. Right, he, cl- he was playing my throat.
0: He he only refer. <laughs> he demanded to be referred as Abe Lincoln behind the scenes. He tri- He was texting. He was like, <laughs> "Ye old
1: to to people." He's sending texts. Yeah, he, he would see a black guy and be like, "Huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's me. It's the guy. I free to you." Yeah, so I, I uh whenever whenever they try to pull that as like a selling point I'm I'm just like actors suck. You know, just it's not that difficult. Who's the oh Louis C.K uh another uh uh method actor. Good yes. good boy uh, celebrity that we're talking about. He uh he would always say acting it's it's easy like it's not that Complicated, and I'm—I I'm don't agree with that at all. After being on on camera for this movie that we recorded, but yeah, that's, that's time... really
0: easy to say when you're Louis C.K. and people yeah, expect
1: low energy
0: Louis C.K. <laughs> when he shows yeah. up. And say, all you got to do is, oh, I guess. Uh, had... like... All right, great, Louis. Back to the trailer. Okay,
1: take two. Uh, I guess I'm sweaty now, and I'm—I'm I'm the sweaty guy. You're right. gonna yeah. have to fix that. And it's like, well, I guess he's sweating now. Uh, but but at the same time, whenever this hollywood actors get that deep into the roles and especially when it's like a comic book like superhero goofy shit it's just like can you fucking stop it you know it's not that like it happened with fucking heath ledger that's it i don't know why they keep trying to make that happen again as to, like that's the selling point jerry leto is such a weird joker you watch a movie and it's a piece of shit you're just like what's the fucking point of him being a weirdo on this movie that sucks like that's that is is that more of a selling point that they actually the movie actually being good because that movie stinks and i i like the one...
0: robert pattinson school of thought which is like i'm not gonna really do anything yeah. at all i'm not even gonna work out i'm just gonna be skinny and you're gonna have this version of batman that's all it's gonna be yeah and yeah, that you want to
1: get you want to get me? Then you get this, and that's it. I'm not going to be like Christian Bale. When I'm going to gain 50 pounds of pure muscle so that I right. can be Batman. No, fuck it. You can that's be Michael just... Keaton and just
0: have abs installed on the suit. Fuck it. Just yeah. wait. Oh, you're going to hang upside down showing back muscles? Yeah, that's actually going to be your stunt double. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm not yeah, doing anything. I, adjust your movie so that my character is not big. And right. Good luck, and that's it, yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot more because at least you can respect that from the actor where – You know he's got enough of a career where he can ask for those things. You know, but yeah, whenever whenever the sexer takes himself uh, so seriously, he's just like fucking, just shut up. Like it, it it makes me lose interest instead of uh, you know caring about what they're actually doing, uh, especially when they're just playing a goofy guy wearing a you know Joker paint on his on their face. It's like it's all right.
0: Well. During uh, his alcoholism, we did get deep water out of that. So a lot of his, maybe it was method acting, you know? That's what got him back on the sauces. being a cucked, miserable husband is, is really sad. the root cause. I, I, you know, to... I do like the fact that it was working with Joss Whedon that pushed him over the edge into fucking leaving his wife and drowning in, in booze. So yeah. I, I don't know. With this Discovery merger, there seems to be some, some idea that Ben Affleck's Apparently Ben Affleck's Batman was going to die in the Flash movie, and we don't know if that's going to be the case now because mm. they seem to think of the Zack Snyder show, which had, I think, the best overall viewer retention of any HBO Max movie, as in people who put it on, kept it on, and watched the whole thing uh, more than any other film that they released direct-to-streaming. Uh, they're, they're looking at those numbers and going, we don't want to disregard that. That might be a good way to go but that's going to be complicated now with the Robert Pattinson Batman being such a big hit overseas, especially. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, look, I like Ben Affleck. I think he's a great director. I think he's a fine actor when he tries because otherwise mm-hmm. you do get that low energy that I think you get in deep water where yeah. it doesn't really require much of him. But when he's playing a smug piece of shit, like in The Last Duel, then it's just fire. It's great. Yeah,
1: great. Yeah. It does <laughs> when, you, like when you he, get uh, Ben it, Affleck or Mole Rats, that's great. Right.
0: You know, it's a, yeah. He. Uh. I gotta say, you know, Jay and Silent Bob reboot is not a good movie, but Ben Affleck seems to have much more energy and personality and character in his few minutes in that movie than <laughs> any any second of Deep Water. So take that for what you will. Clerks Three. Looking forward to that. Can't wait, Kevin. Can't That's wait, sad. Kevin.
1: That is so sad, though you know he's not even pumped to do an erotic thriller with his couple yeah he's just bored because he's because he's sad why are you sad Ben Affleck like you have everything you want in your fucking life I don't understand uh I guess that's the just Whedon like you said the just Whedon effect of just staring at those gums telling you what to do I I that would drive me to to drink I mean making that movie with you drove me to drinking and you weren't even that unpleasant. So good time. So yeah. So so I can only imagine what fucking orangutan teeth, would Sweden.
0: Maybe it's just like he emanates bad luck and that bad luck stuck to, to Ben for a while. Just like how we went out of state for a shoot and got hit with all that residual bad luck all in one day. And we, I luckily it kind of just stayed in that state outside of Massachusetts. Uh, but yeah, I maybe that's what happened to Ben Affleck. Is he just worked with the wrong guy, got dealt the wrong hand. I don't know. Deep Water, check it out. We both enjoyed the movie. It is pretty sexy at times uh when no. you see her giant thick nipples on her tiny breast, you know.
1: Ugh.
0: That's fine. It's not even yeah. like an eraser. It's like a fucking like the uh, bo- like a bottle cap on a bottle of Pepsi, you know? That's her nipples.
1: That's that's the to It's parents. too
0: much. It's too much for such a small breast. I don't mind that on a on an enormous breast, but on a it's tiny and tit, no, yeah. you can't do that. Calm down. Maybe she was yeah. just going through a period or something. Nipples were puffing up, flaring up a little bit during that time. I don't know, but her breasts uh, get a get a like a three out of five, just like this movie.
1: Yeah, she's much better in uh, Knock Knock. Well, she was in that, right? That that, that was um,
0: Eli Roth's wife, and I think it was her as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, with uh, with uh, Matrix Man, whose name I'm forgetting right now. Uh, and Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, yeah, it's a very sexy movie about him fucking these two young women. are trying to seduce this <laughs> middle-aged gay <laughs> man into
0: fucking them, so
1: it's a blackmail operation. It doesn't quite that's probably a probably a better movie than what we got from knock knock uh but yeah yeah don't watch this it sucks <laughs> don't fucking watch it. it's just it, it's just very underwhelming um who i saw someone tweeted i don't remember who it was but it was like uh um i read that um the erotic thriller that Ben Stiller did. Ben Stiller. <laughs> ben ben Affleck, Stiller's erotic thriller. It's ben, very ben, <laughs> ben Affleck did it with his couple at the time. Has barely any nudity, and that makes no sense. And that's yeah, that's kind of what this is. It's very Jilly, very jer- Jersey girl. You know, where we're going to take advantage of this relationship, but it's it's there, mm. and, and, and that's it. They don't really do much interesting with it.
0: I agree. I, I do think there's a lot of wasted potential to this movie. But if you're a fan of Adrian Line, uh if you're a fan of Ben Affleck, I think it's worth checking out. It's not. I mean, given the slate of movies that you can find available on streaming, and I wanted to get to this before, it seems like Hulu is carving out a sort of niche in soft horror-style Lifetime movies. Did you see Fresh with uh, Sebastian Stan?
1: I just got that today because I saw that a lot of people were talking about it on Letterboxd, but I haven't seen it, no.
0: It's not bad, I I, honestly. I watched the trailer and I was like, I you this could Go no, either
1: way." You know what he was great in uh, what, that I just finished watching recently. That Pam and Tommy show. He oh, plays Tommy Lee. Yeah,
0: he's
1: he's great in that. Even though I I hate Tommy Lee, I think he's a shithead, and I've never he's never been like a likable. Why do you character. hate Tommy Lee? because he's, he's just a, he's he's too ambitious. Yeah, he's just the kind of like a you know a yeah, rockstar douche. Too. So yeah, it's yeah. just like uh, I don't care. I never cared for it. I always thought he was kind of a douche, but he he plays him like great. Like he's that looks and sounds and every <laughs> whoa dude stupid reaction feels like Tommy Lee. So okay. he was really good in that. I actually enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed Seth Rogen in that a lot, which I was not expecting. Uh, That was, I think, it's Stars Channel production, and that that was no, was no, no. Like that's sick. Hulu. That's Hulu, I believe. Are that's you also sure? Hulu. Yeah,
0: I think they have a contract with Sebastian Stan.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that was that was really good for the for the eight episodes that lasted. Uh, oh yeah, Hulu. Yeah, you're right. You get very uh, uh,
0: American Crime Story vibes off of that one, where it's like we're making fun of something from the '90s.
1: Kind of, but it doesn't have that um, shine which i don't like the glam from from that guy's uh what's his name uh ryan murphy yeah i don't like his shows because everything just feels very shiny and very sanitized and very gay <laughs> gay i guess mm. you could say this doesn't have that this feels like more real kind of uh kind of in a in a retroish. uh documentary style ish thing with very interesting characters uh i don't
0: i don't mind that to a capacity or if it fits what we're watching like with the oj show they're going like very melodramatic with it felt appropriate right but I, i i don't know if i necessarily see the the glamour aspect to that one as so much as i do the bill clinton one that they're or they just finished up recently where it has more of a vibe to the assassination of Gianni Versace installment where that makes sense. I think that fits right. it perfectly. You're in Miami. You know, you're dealing with a fashion icon. It fits. Uh, yeah. But with the, the impeachment one, maybe you, really might, you might be just getting bored. You know? it, they had Beanie right. Feldstein. Look, Mon- they've gotten out of control with this, this Beanie Feldstein. Who's, who's Jonah that? Hill's daughter, not daughter, his sister, his little sister. She's in Funny Girl now as well on Broadway. Uh, I, she's gotten too much work. She's just a dumpy slob. Now, Monica Lewinsky was chubby, but she wasn't Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, why do we cast Rosie O'Donnell as Monica Lewinsky?
1: Fuck. What, What are they casting her as Monica Lewinsky now? Is that what the rule is?
0: <laughs> no, wouldn't that fit? Uh... This is supposed to be twenty-year-old Monica Lewinsky in the
1: White House sucking off old Bill. I don't. I don't think Bill would have gone for this. No. You know, Monica Lewinsky wasn't hot. Like I'm not saying she was like the hottest intern or whatever, but she was not this. No, she's very <laughs> she average. Was, yeah, she's not. Even now, like she's better looking than that. Jonah Hill over here. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, yeah, I guess it did him. Let's see. I guess hold better. on.
0: There's a picture of her as Monica Lewinsky and, uh, Clive. Is that Owen. It? No. Wait,
1: maybe? American Crime Story?
0: Clinton Trump Parallels. I think Ryan Murphy is, uh, covert a Republican. No, maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I was never a fan of American Horror Story no. personally. I hated how much they leached to popular horror and, and went with, like, really dull, um, you know motifs with each
1: season, but I tried multiple times, and every time I'll get two episodes in and it'd be like, "Oh right, I forgot. This is just that guy making this thing.
0: Well, Dialogue
1: it, is shit. Everything has like that shine that it shouldn't because it's supposed to be horror. He did that so with when... uh,
0: the the remake of Friedkin's The Boys in the Band, which was needlessly uh, glamorous in, in the way that you are describing, and and really didn't call for it because that's not the kind of game men that they. Focused no. on with that film, there's like maybe one who's flamboyant, but yeah, I, I, I'm like I have a good twenty percent positive like accuracy rate with Ryan Murphy. Most of his stuff, I I just cannot palate. But I did enjoy American Crime Story, especially the Gianni Versace one. um But on the whole, he he sucks. I'm not really that big of a fan.
1: No, no, and uh those American Horror Story series are are for older fat women. Literally. Or gay men, I guess. Yeah. Uh that just that that are that point point and I recognize that thing and I'm a fan and that's it. Right. Uh, I tr- I tried I think the only one that I finished was the uh carnival one just because I love carnival freaks, but even that at I the point was... you love
0: carnivals, you love going to the fair. That's
1: no, I love lo- lo- <laughs> No, I love the foreign freaks. But uh I uh even that at times was just kind of a just drag because it's just like you're still trying to make a Gabori Sibide a thing and she's terrible she's not an actor she sucks but he would always cast him as like a a character that's supposed to emote a lot or like show a lot of emotion and she's terrible yeah Uh, so there's a lot of decisions like that with his casting that some some actors some uh uh, creators can use the same cast of characters because they're very good actors that can mold themselves into different directions so that works. Someone like a, like a, um, uh, God damn it, uh, like a um, French Dispatch guy, I can't think Wes of his name Anderson. right now. Wes Anderson, he uses the same cast pretty much for every movie, but they all play kind of different characters and they work because it's his world. Here, it feels like. The he, parts he's parts are tried... too
0: jumbled, and I, I don't think that everyone is pulling the same amount
1: of no. acting quality weight. No, you—you you, it feels like he's trying to fill a quota because of the times that we live in. So a lot of the times there's characters or actors that are cast in a position that they don't look like they should be that or they don't act the way that the character should act. So then it just feels like surreal in a bad way. You know, so Do you he's remember serious
0: when we went through that phase in television where you had to have like a Down syndrome character and then he used them and she was like the creepy girl or something. So he kind of got away with like poking fun yeah. at the Downs actress. But if yeah. you te- if you took it like in like the secret life of the American teenager where you have scenes being carried by one or two Down syndrome actors like, oh, I spilled a cookie. <laughs> you know, it, it would be a horrible Horrible thing to, to see. What are you laughing at that? That's insensitive, Hans. Um you had a ton of shows like this in two thousand nine <laughs> like to twenty fourteen.
1: <laughs> <still> like
0: <laughs> so Why Ryan Murphy laughing? Yeah. Ryan Murphy had at least one of these in his stable to go to and it doesn't seem like she's getting they should have cast her as Monica Lewinsky.
1: I mean it would it should look more like it. <laughs> uh but yeah, Ryan Murphy sucks. Uh and why why did we get into Ryan Murphy? I don't know. Again? Let's
0: wrap this show. It's already uh, uh midnight. It's long, now. Well let's show yeah. this up so people can watch it at not three in the morning for once. Yeah. All right. Uh uh Surfshark VPN discount code <laughs> low res. Go to Surfshark dot deals slash low res uh patreon.com slash low for exclusive episodes of the series i believe we have the episode on good time premiering right now if you want to check youtube out uh see yep. if there's any o- we we got a good audience on the last show we did which was after midnight uh more than what we're used to so that was that was a good good live viewing but anyway that's been movies for this week h word name on twitter uh low on instagram low wb on twitter thank you for listening